0: This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Are you winning or losing in the game of life? Do you even know where to find the rules of the game? There are things you do that make life work and things that cause it to come apart. I'm Ronald Dart. Tune in for Born to Win, Sunday morning at 7, Saturday morning at 6.30, right here on fm 89.9 wcno and visit us online at borntowin.net good morning i'm pastor bob tarvis your host for the revealing truth radio broadcast i want to invite you to listen in today as pastor jason baumgartner takes us on a journey through god's word that will reveal truths for our lives John 8, 32 says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Revelation chapter 3, verse 21. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my Father on his side. Now we understand this morning that Jesus has overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil. Come on now, that's why He came. The Bible said He came to overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil. Amen? He, he came, to, he came to, 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 to restore the kingdom of God. To put back in place a way of life, a way of kingdom thinking that would change us from the inside out. Amen? The life He lived and the life He gave up for us was the key to His overcoming. How many of you know because of what He's done, we can also overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil? Mm-hmm. from the perspective of his blood it's a done deal it's a finished product it's, it, it's already been done we can overcome the world and the flesh of the devil because he's overcome it Jesus shed his blood and it's available to anybody that will believe somebody say whosoever it says whosoever shall believe it's a whosoever promise that means that you're all qualified how many of you don't know, understand this morning that you're a whosoever slap somebody a high five this morning and say you're a whosoever That means if you're willing, you can have it. If you want to believe it, you can have it. Amen? Isn't that right? Whoever believes on Him and calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, y'all could have shouted a little bit louder than that. Whoever believes in Him and calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Somebody say, there's more. Huh? Huh? Because of what He did, we can be saved. And now we know Him as Savior. But how many of you know this morning that God took it a step further than just having Him as a Savior? He said, not only do I want to save you, I want to give you a better way of living. Let me be the Lord of your life. Amen. I don't want to just save you out of your mess. And clean you up so you can look pretty and put you on a shelf and say, look at what I did. I want to show you another way to live. A better way. An abundant way. A blessed way. Huh? Huh? His relationship with us is so that He can be our Lord. That's the kind of relationship He wants. He wants to be the Lord of our life. So I don't want nobody telling me what to do. Well, the thing that you don't understand is in this relationship, He says the first will be last and the last will be first. He says, I've come to serve. In other words, He loves you so much, He just wants to prop you up and bless you. Come on now. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says and they overcame him by who the devil they overcame him by the blood of the lamb that's his part How I mean know he's the his blood the, he's the lamb of god it was his blood that was shed jesus did his part somebody shout he did his part come on now he provided the way amen it says and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and then it goes on to say this and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives unto death. Somebody said, that's my part. That's my part. He did his part and that's my part. Right I've got to testify. Yes, sir. Hmm? That word that, that says they did not love their life even to death simply means that they were willing to lay down their life for the sake of the gospel. They were ready to give it all. Because the message was more important than the messenger. Absolutely. Yes. Mm. You, Come on now. How many know we're supposed to love our neighbors as ourselves so we understand that the Bible clearly teaches us that we gotta love ourselves? Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody say I gotta love myself. myself. I can't hate myself. How many know one of the enemy's ploys is to get you to a place where you can hate yourself so you can get into some kind of a mental state of being or depression so you take your own life? There is nobody that would ever take their own life unless they hated themselves. So many know you gotta love yourself. When you get home, look at me and say, I love you. You're the best-looking thing since sliced bread. You just, you just, you're like aged cheese. i got to say that because I'm getting old. you look like aged cheese. Just get better and better with time. You're like a fine wine. It's, it's going to brush the dust off of you and hold Jim. go, look. It's an $80,000 bottle of wine. Can we drink some? No. Oh, my. Come on. But how many of you understand this morning, if you love yourself more than you love Him, and if you're not willing to lay down your life for Him, in other words, Matthew 10, 39, He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Isn't that what Jesus said? That's important that we understand that. But the part of the Scripture that I want to focus on this morning is by the word of their testimony. Somebody say the word of their testimony. If you want to live a life of being a reformer, you've got to have a testimony. If you're going to be an overcomer, you've got to have a testimony. It's important that we understand what we believe because behavior always follows belief. How many of you know that? We teach that here. Behavior always follows belief. You're going to behave what you believe. If you believe you're a a sorry sack and you ain't got no purpose in life and things are going down the tubes, then how many know that's the way you're going to look when everybody sees you? They go, man, they look pretty sorry. They look like they ain't going nowhere cause you behave what you believe. Huh? If you believe that you're defeated, then you walk around with a defeated attitude. Where are you going? I'm going to the mall. I'll probably get in a wreck on the way there. Defeated. Come on, isn't that right? So how many of you understand this morning that your testimony about the Lord is vital to overcoming. Your testimony about the Lord is vital to sustaining life. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God for his part. But how many of you know you got to do your part? Huh? Come on now. That's why James in chapter 1, verse 22 says this Be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourself. Come on, you can't just read the word like a good song, go, that sounds good, and then live life like hell. I went to a church, the pastor cusses. Huh? Hell is not a good way to live. In other words, we've got to live our testimony. Because in living our testimony, that's where we get the power to overcome. That's where we encourage ourselves. That's where we walk in faith. Huh? In other words, there's power in your testimony. God is building a testimony out of your life. Every day you walk with Him. Every day you talk with Him. Every day you pray. Every day you read. God is building a testimony out of your life. I want to just say this to you. I believe that this church, we need to have a relentless spirit about what God wants to do here. God wants to do big things here in this ministry. Pastor, you've been saying that for the last three years. He's still doing big things, ain't he? Amen. Mm. Look, we are right on the precipice of a giant leap forward. You say, how can you do that? You got no money. I don't know how we got where we are with no money, but we're here. I'm just gonna tell you, pray. Pray. Anybody heard of the Firehouse Youth Center? Yes, sir. We made an offer on it yesterday. Pray. Yes. So he's crazy. No, I'm not crazy. We're gonna change this next generation of young people. That's right. Come on. Yes, sir. If you don't know what it is, it's a six thousand square foot youth center. Beautiful. It's licensed just like the Boys and Girls Club. Gives us access into every public school in the county. Like I say, you can't preach that religion. Well, you don't, I don't have to now. I, we, we, we're at the firehouse. Can you send a school bus and drop the kids off? At, yeah, sure. They'll drop them right off. Come on, tell me we got, got no strategy around here. God's doing so. Y'all pray because we made an offer. We're believing God. We're going to hear something Tuesday. God wants us to have a relentless spirit when it comes to winning the loss. He doesn't want us to back down and cower in the corner when we ain't got no money. We can't do an outreach. Don't, I don't want to hear it. No. Right. Uh-uh. You got something. You got sense. You got looks. You got a mouth. You can talk. You got hands. You can make something. Come on now. Thank you. Listen. Everybody that has experienced any kind of success knows that there's no success without sacrifice. Right. Right. There is always a sacrifice when it comes to success. And if you've had any amount of success in your life, you also know that there's no success without obstacles. Okay. There's going to be some stuff that's put in your way on the way to where you're going. Yeah. It's not just a clear open path. It's not just smooth sailing. Sometimes there's wind and waves and storms and lightning and thunder. Sometimes there's a hole in the boat oh dear. that you've got to get down way below and patch. Amen. Hmm? Thank you, Jesus. I know some of y'all are just going, man, he is just, what is he doing? I'm telling you the truth True. this morning. True. I mean, Noah's Ark was not the carnival cruise line. Amen. Huh? For them people to be saved, they had to get on board the ark. They were on that thing for 40 days. Can I just tell you, there was no electricity on the ark? There was no jacuzzi tub, no swimming pool, no nightclub, no stand up comedian, and no casino. It was not a pleasure cruise. How many know on board the ark they had to work together? They had to overcome together. How many know that there was a lot of animals on the ark? How many of them animals did not stop pooping and peeing for 40 days? Woo! That somebody had to go down and pick up the hockey and throw it off the side of the boat. <laughs> See, we get this thing. Oh, they on the ark. They were saved. It was not a pleasure cruise. No, oh, I ain't got no help, but I'm trying to help you this morning. There were some obstacles on the way to their success. Huh? Yeah. I, I think it stunk so bad on the ark when they finally got off. Noah said, I've got to get drunk. I've had enough of that thing. <laughs> and he did. The first thing he did was plant a vineyard. The first thing. Noah gets off the ark. He doesn't go pray to God. He doesn't build a temple. He doesn't build a house. He plants a vineyard. There are obstacles on the way to your dream. And I have to tell you this morning, not everybody is excited about your dream. How many other the day you shared your dream, not everybody jumped up and said, Hallelujah. There comes a time in our life when we have to develop a relentless spirit. A time when we refuse to give up. A time when we say, no, I'm pressing on through to this thing that God has for me. I've got a dream and by the power of the testimony of what God has done in my life, I will see this dream come to pass. I will see it come to pass. And you know what? The enemy will always try to wait you out. he just wait you out. Well, they'll be, they'll be 28, then they'll be 38. They'll give up. Uh-huh. It takes a relentless spirit spirit to move forward you know the people that started out in this ministry some of them are not here you know why it's not because they're not bad they're bad people it's not because they were called somewhere else it's because they never developed a relentless spirit and say i'm going to stick it out no matter what i'm gonna press through even when i'm offended i'm gonna hang in there when i don't like what it says i'm gonna move in even when i don't like it when the pastor's wife doesn't say hi to me because god has called me to that place and i'm gonna be relentless until i see the vision come to pass it takes a relentless spirit to move into what God has for you. There comes a time in our life where we have to say, I refuse to give up. I don't care if the bank is calling. They're picking the car up with a tow truck in the front yard. Sometimes you got to look out the window and go, I refuse to give up. Bye-bye car, God will give me another one. Bye-bye house, God will give me a better one. I believe there are people in this house that recognize that the real battle is not really for your car or your house or your stuff. The real battle is for your faith. Because if he can get you in defeat in your faith, he can take all that stuff from you. The real battle ever since the cross of Jesus Christ has always been about your faith. If he can get you in doubt, he can get you. If he can get you to believe a lie, he can get you how many of you know when the adversary of our life the devil works his strategies against our life he finds out that he really can't destroy our faith for most of the solid Christians he really can't destroy it the devil knows he can't get us to walk away how many of you know if you've been serving the Lord any time the devil can come up to you with some cocaine and go here have a line you're going to look at him and go you're crazy devil I'll smack you in the mouth I've been delivered from that stuff I'm walking in free I ain't never going back to something like that the devil knows he can't get you there Because most of us in this room have had a relationship with the Lord long enough to know that we're not going to deny God. We've already seen the benefit of what it means to be a Christian. We've already seen the benefit of being in the covenant. We've seen the benefit of being in the house. Amen. So instead of trying to crush our faith, what he usually does is he tries to neutralize us or paralyze us to the point where we ain't any good to the kingdom of God anymore. We just become laid back. We become casual. We become impartial. Oh, come on. He plans to get us to a place where we can just have enough sometimes to keep us from receiving what we're really supposed to have. He gets us to settle for less. Huh? And we just show up to church and we become content.